Good evening. Thank you for joining me on Collaborative Efforts. I am your host, Tish Ross. This week, we continue on in our series, Loss of a Loved One, The Death of My Son. I am doing this podcast on this particular life experience because the Lord prepared and led me to do this years ago, even years before we lost our son, Ben. You see, our son has only been gone a little over a year, maybe a year and a half now. We lost Ben on September 28th of 2018. And the purpose of this podcast is to help others on the same or similar journey know that you are not alone. We are very raw and candid on collaborative efforts because we want you, the listeners, to gain truth and honesty, and the realness that comes with different trials and life experiences. I can honestly tell each of you that losing our son has been the most difficult thing in our lives to endure as parents and, yes, as husband and wife. But for me, one of the hardest things for me personally is looking into the eyes of my beloved and seeing the immense pain he was in and continues to be in. You see, Ben was Mike's only biological child. Our children that I speak of during the podcast, Tristan and Caroline, are Mike's children by marriage to me. We've always called each other's children our children because to us, they are just that. We love each other's children like they are our very own. But hear me, Mike lost his only biological child. And I've been in prayer for years about interviewing people who have lost a child and never in my life did I think that one of those people that I would be interviewing would be my own husband. Losing Ben has challenged our marriage in ways that are new to us and ways that sometimes we can't even explain because as we enter those challenges, they're new. So we hope to share even some of those with you if you are married today. But we do know that with God, all things are possible. And we thank you, Father, for that. I'm going to pray. Father God, we thank you for another day and opportunity to honor and glorify you. You, God, are the Prince of Peace and the King of Kings. And we are eternally grateful for your love, your hope, your grace, and your blessings. And Father God, I ask that you be with your precious son, Mike, who has so courageously said yes to share with others how he has and is healing or coping or learning how to live without his son, Ben, on earth. We thank you, God, for Mike. And we thank you, Father, for watching over our son, Ben, until we see him again and you in heaven. It is in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Okay, before we actually get to interviewing Mike, um, I just want to let you guys know that today we are um, holding our interview in our home. And so in the background, you might hear our dogs and I just wanna apologize for that. Um, They're a little rowdy this time in the evening. And so you might hear um, them running, um, barking. I, I pray that it doesn't interfere with this interview. If it does, um, we may pause for a second just until they 
calm down. <clears throat> so with all that being said, um, okay, my sweetie heart, thank you for saying yes to coming on to my podcast um, and for blessing so many others with your realness, um, your rawness, and your journey as it has just begun, as we know, a year and a half ago, um, as you move through this life on earth without your son, Ben. So why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about Ben, um, when he was born, what kind of child, um, teenager he was, and additionally, the man that he grew to be. Good evening. This is Mike. And it, it has been exactly one year, four months, and 21 days since we lost Ben. Um, ben was um, just a beautiful, beautiful boy, blonde hair, blue eyes, just um, just an awesome son. I mean, I was so proud to have him. Um, we had uh, struggled a couple times with um, a couple of miscarriages before he came along, and so he was a blessing within itself, but um, he was. He was just an excellent child, uh, youth, teenager, young adult. Just He was just the best. I mean, I couldn't ask for a, a better son, and he was full boy, took after took after me pretty much just into everything nothing scared him he was a typical good boy and so i remember that during when he was in high school um that he had some aspirations in terms of once he graduated um, from high school can you share a little bit about um, what those were and then what hindered him from being able to fulfill that dream that he had. Yes, he was. He was a very intelligent, smart boy. He was. Um, of course, he would have graduated, in, or he did graduate in 2011 from LD Bell. Um, he succeeded through school. He was a half a day student his junior year. Um, he was a half a day student his senior year, as well as uh, working on college credits. He was um, studying criminal justice wow. and he is his goals was to go into the Air Force after graduation and he was uh, going to be a military police and then of course after uh, maybe leaving the military who knows it could have been a long-term deal but he he aspired to be a US Marshal that's that was his dream mm -hmm. um, of course you know, high school, he was a good kid. Good, never, never gave trouble. But um, unfortunately, his senior year uh, in high school, he had suffered a pretty serious motorcycle accident then on spring break of his senior year, um, which really just devastated him. Um, he was pretty beat up, um, injured pretty bad. That, that kind of nixed his goals and plans of going into the military just due to his serious injuries that just that was out of the question not that he couldn't have pursued another avenue but 
that that was his goal and it was just kind of shot and wiped out taken away from him in that unfortunate accident there in spring break and we're gonna kind of move on i mean you know as parents we can talk about our children forever i mean i i know even thinking about ben um coming in as when i met him and and being married to you um when i first met him i i can share that i met him at a chick-fil-a we met to have lunch together just he and i and he just um had such a bounce and, and brightness about him and he was funny he like i've shared i shared at his celebration of life um to me, to me, Ben was the epitome of cool. Like he lived life, like actually like no one I've ever known. Um, and you know, my two kids, our two kids, uh, Tristan and Caroline are moving through their lives. They're going to school and, and they're um, trying to find their place in this world. But I can honestly say that when I see someone who lives their life to the fullest being exactly who they want to be no matter what um that was ben and ben after he passed for me he inspired me he really did inspire me to be braver um and to try to live life to the fullest and try to live life as exactly who god created me to be. Um, so as I said in the last podcast that people's lives are, their birth is, are huge blessings to us um, and their passings are, are also huge blessings to us and Ben's was to me. Um, so baby, when you heard of Ben's passing, can you tell the audience a little bit about what you went through as the days passed. Hmm. Yes. After, of course, upon hearing, um, I was just devastated. Um, but as the days passed, you know, you, 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 you try to understand, you try to, or at least for me, I tried to see some good from it, but of course I'd lost my only son and but you know Ben after that first accident I mean the the kid he went through so much in the two years two to three years prior to his passing I mean not with just um, his goals and aspirations taken away his life totally changed from that and then unfortunately the passing of his mother to suicide that just sent him in a tailspin I mean he unfortunately experienced a lot of death mm-hmm. in that young life in that young time with um, not just his mother one of his friends mothers one of his friends um, a couple of friends actually I mean there's just and Ben was a kind soul he he was so kind-hearted and so just a loving kid and i mean it just just rocked his world i mean i 
even as an adult for myself, you know, it's it's hard to fathom dealing with that. But for a young adolescent young man, that, that was that was tough. Tough Absolutely. for him. Very I tough can't for him. Because I know after losing my, my mom and my dad as well that it is devastating. But Ben being as young as he was when and how he lost his mother um, to suicide, um, he, as well as you, have endured a lot of pain um, that, that most human beings in the way that these things have happened will ever experience. Um, but, but to kind of go back and to help our viewers... Um, as the days passed when you were trying to, even now it's hard to even wrap our brains around him not being here, but as those first few days passed, maybe even before the celebration of life, maybe even afterwards, um, what were some of the, I mean, I know hurt and loss, but was there anything else? that you went through as the days passed after Yes. I mean, of course the hurt and loss, but um, also I kind of had a feeling of a relief, if you would say. I mean, my poor son struggled. I mean, he, he battled the, um, the demons of not just losing his mom, but um, that accident, as I spoke of, but during that recovery time, you know, he, he became addicted to uh, the pain medication and narcotics, and then he struggled with some abuse of, of opioids, um, you know, and I, I fought with him. I, I was right there with him and tried to give him and, and every chance uh, to recover. Um, just as any parent would for their child. Yes. I mean, you, I did everything. And of course I know, um, just from some counseling prior to that with him, that it, it wasn't on me. I couldn't fix him. It right. was all on him. But in a way I felt for him because I knew what he was dealing with. But again, I thought that's no way to, to live life. That's not gonna, it's not going to heal what you're hurting with. It's not going to take it away. You're always going to have that feeling of loss and hurt. But, you know, life goes on and you still have to carry on. And so it was tough. But in that way, I, I was relieved because I, I knew he struggled and I knew he would go through depression and I knew he would turn to, you know, substance abuse. And it, that part just... It hurt just as much as his death to see him go through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to know that I couldn't fix it. Mm -hmm. Man, that that's true. Because as any parent with a child that is hurting or sick, I mean, you know, we see our kids that are that are sick, or if if they're hurting in whatever way, um, we as parents want to try to take that pain away from them and unfortunately we can't they have to go through that and um and i did it all i did. mean tough love mm -hmm. um support supported him stood by him and always assured him that i was there 
you know, regardless of what he was going through. Mm -hmm. I was always there, mm -hmm. but you know, um, as a parent and trying to lead and teach and guide, you know, I had to also be a stern and uh, unfortunately give some of that tough love, which was just as hard on me mm -hmm. as it was on him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, can you tell us a little bit or can you share with us um, what your greatest needs during that initial time or what were your greatest needs in terms of, I mean, I know it's, it's sometimes it can be a whirlwind. Um, I know when, when my mom passed away that the first year um, of her passing that there are a lot of things that I don't remember or can recall. I mean, there are some things that after the first day after she passed, walking into a grocery store and feeling like everybody was looking at me or I just felt lost. And so to be honest, I can't really even tell you what my greatest needs were. Well, no, I can. What I feel like my greatest needs were during that time after losing mom. Um, and again, I'm being blunt and raw and just to know that it's that it is okay if you feel certain ways um if you're listening but the thing that i needed was initially um was for people to leave me alone mm, <laughs> i just felt definitely. like everybody and i know i i am we are blessed with amazing friends and family um yeah. and years later of course our small group family and close friends but because of, I guess, the way that I grieved, I just wanted yeah. to be alone. Uh, so what yes. were your greatest needs for you initially? Sorry about our dogs. That would be, that one hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I just wanted to be left alone. Um, and I appreciate and know all the folks that came around us, surrounded us. And I appreciate that. I do. I mean, that was needed too. Yes. But yes. in my own being, I really just wanted to be left alone. I wanted to try to deal with this on my own. Um, of course, I very much appreciate you, my wife, that was there to go through that with me and to pick up the pieces that I couldn't carry during that time because it was it was tough but you know as um any husband and wife do i think the stronger picks the weaker up regardless yes. of who it is if it's vice versa i pick her up when needed but you know the, um, as far as the need i really just wanted to be left alone let me come through it in my own time um and i know people Different people grieve differently, and everybody needs different things. Mm -hmm. um, one of the the things that, and this is raw, one of the things that I really struggled with and kind of disliked was for people to tell me I needed counseling. Um, you know, I'm, I feel I dealt with stuff 
as best I could on my own. I, I don't think I needed anybody to tell me how I needed to grieve and how I needed to get over it and how I needed to go about doing things. I did what was best for me in my own way. And which, you know, pretty much included me just getting back to work, um, getting back to, I guess, a normal routine. But, you know, that's that's how I dealt with it. Right. And that's not to say that counseling is not good. I mean, obviously, I know that's not what you're saying, but no. just for anybody that's listening that needs counseling, um, that is a perfect avenue and choice when you need it for yes. sure. I mean, I mean, I think even if you're not experiencing a loss um, of a child, but if, I mean, cause myself included, I went through a lot of counseling after I lost my mother and then lost my father um, and then did some, some work on myself, but it is, it is um, a great yes, tool. It is. And I agree. I mean, cause there's folks do need that. And I'm, I'm a hundred percent here. If somebody just in any event needs to talk to me about, about what they may be going through, what I went through, or, you know, I'm, I'm here to give counseling what I can. I'm not a counselor, but, but you know, I'm an ear. Exactly. And, and when you've been through something like this, then I think, you know, God calls those that have been equipped, um, regardless of the event, of course, but he equips those that have been through something like this in order to use them. And that's why we do this podcast in order to use them to help give some sort of ear, uh, shoulder, um, prayer advice. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm fortunate. I had you, I had my parents, my dad, and you know, I've had, I've had plenty of people to support me along the way as well. Absolutely. Um, so now that time, a little time has passed. Um, it hasn't been a lot, but a little time has passed. What are your greatest needs now? Mm, I don't, I can't pinpoint a greatest need because, um, you know, I'm still dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And I know that I will deal with this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, I can't think of a greatest need that I need other than, um, you know, I have you and, you know, you, you know me pretty well. You judge me, you know, when I may be off and you know, when I may be on, um, but at least I have somebody to understand that. <laughs> and even it's, it's, um, like you said, it's it's a life-changing event, and, and it affects your life. It affects your relationships. It affects everything. Um, it, it it does, and it's a sad thing to say. And it's not something I try to do, but you know, um, it's it's a forever life-changing event. It is. It is. Um. So while we both know we will never on this earth completely heal after losing Ben. I want to let those that may be hurting from the loss of a loved one or a child know, um, and you may have kind of already answered this um, because we're not fully healed. Um, where are you just in terms of your healing? How are you feeling today? 
I feel good. Um, you know, um, as a matter of fact, today I um, actually reached out with um, Libby, which, oh, okay. mm -hmm. which is um, the young lady's mother mm -hmm. of Jessica, who unfortunately was with Ben mm -hmm. in this accident. And unfortunately, Jessica was Libby's only child. So, um, you know, I, I'm okay. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be time, Absolutely. you know, um, I have no time frame. Mm -hmm. There's no time frame to place on this. Um, so, but I, I'm, I'm okay. I know he's gone. I miss him, um, terribly, but you know, I still have, um, a life on this earth and a family um, that's with me. So, you know, I need to make the best of the time that I have here with them as well. So that's, that keeps me going. Um, you know, we, like you said, we're in our new home together and you know, that's a, that's a good positive thing in this time, which, but, um, you know, that's time. There's no time limit. Right. So like you said, it's daily. It'll be forever for the rest yes. of our lives. There's good days, bad days. Mm -hmm. um, can you share with others what helped you to keep moving forward? I mean, I know that um, myself included, I fell into a deep depression uh, when I lost my mom and then when I lost my father. Um and I know the only way that I got through that is with God and God really kept me afloat. And um, but can you share with others what helped you to keep moving forward, to wake up every day, to get out of bed and to take that step forward, go to work, come home and keep doing your everyday stuff? Well, for sure, I think. Um just trusting and leaning on God was the best thing I could do. Um, of course, I had you, and then, uh, as I've said, my parents. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I can't pinpoint anything if it was just maybe how I was raised um, that had that puts a strong courage within me. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I like to say it's a, a Ross trait, but, um, you know, the, I just had to, that's what kept me sane. Um, cause there was, and I know, I know very well, there was many different ways I could have went. Mm -hmm. Um, I've could have went and got in a dark spot and could have went somewhere I don't and didn't want to be, could have resorted to alcohol or whatever you know i could have tried to drown that sorrow i mean there's there's ways and i know those ways and i know those ways wouldn't have been good mm. um uh, not that i wanted to immerse myself with work or anything like that but you know i think just trying to stick to a little bit of normalcy mm -hmm. with working with just trying to do the things that i loved still um, coming out here 
before we had our house out here. Mm -hmm. um, going fishing, which I have not done since, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I still think about it and I miss it. But I'm um, just trying to be normal, just right. really just trying to go about my daily life normal. Yeah, and it, it's so hard um, because for 24, 25 years, your normal was with your son, your everyday, mm -hmm. you wake up every day, and that's what's normal for us. Um, and I think all parents or anyone that has lost a family member, um, not you know just limited to um, children, but someone who may be, um, gosh, just the important people in our lives that we love and we know every day. Um, and sometimes I feel like I took that for granted. No, I know I took that for granted that we think that we'll be able to talk to that person every day or see that person every day. And then the next thing you know, mm, they're, um, gone. they're gone. I'm so we'll the, see them again. So it's, 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 it's hard to say that, you know, we, we continue on and, and wake up and go on with life. Normally, it is actually a new, new way of living. Um, so I want to take a, just a quick break and just um, let Mike and I just recoup for just a second. And then we're going to hop back on here and um, we're going to talk about how losing Ben affected our marriage because I know that there are people out there that um, are probably going through the same thing or will go through the same thing. Um, but I want us to share with that a little bit how um, losing Ben or a family member or a loved one has affected our marriage. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.